You know how it goes. Monday morning was full of hope, good intentions, oat milk smoothies and quinoa salads all prepped ready for lunch. But Tuesday was Brenda at work's birthday, which meant cake. And Wednesday, well, Wednesday was a pig of a day, so you actually deserved wine. No, you actually did. So by Thursday, you're already writing off the week and planning what takeaway you're having that evening. Do you ever wonder what is the difference between a quick fix diet that you can't stick to and a real and lasting weight loss solution that you can actually stick to? Do you often wonder whether there's some magical secret sauce that all the people that can just eat normally and live naturally slim have that you just don't know about? I'm Sarah from The Other Way and today I'm going to spill the beans on what makes it so much easier to stick to a diet. So stay tuned to find out. Hi, I'm Sarah Butler. Over 17 years working in the diet industry and over 40 years of my own binge eating and weight struggles taught me that there had to be another way. So I created it. I now live slimmer, happier and eating exactly what I want. And in this podcast, I share the other way with you. The other way to work with your body and your mind rather than against them so that you get to create real and lasting change all from the inside out. Ready for a life less dieted? Let's go. Hey, hey, it's Sarah here and welcome back to the Slim, Happy and Eating podcast. This episode, we're diving into how we can make it easier for ourselves to stick to it. And when I say it, I mean stick to the diet. Only I don't just mean the diet, do I? I mean sticking to your commitment to yourself. And there's your first clue. You see, the diet industry teaches you their plan a hard plan, a restrictive plan, a harsh plan, what you should and shouldn't eat, and most importantly, an inflexible plan. No matter what day it is, what occasion it is, how you're feeling, you damned well better stick to whatever it is we're telling you you need to stick to. We're telling you the exact calorie amount, the foods. Otherwise, you're off track, you're off the wagon, you've got no willpower, you might as well start again next week. Does that ring any bells for anyone? Here's the thing. Dieting is hard and uncomfortable. And us, well, we like easy and comfortable. We're the most comfortable in our comfort zone. When we're in our comfort zone, we do the things that we've always done. We eat the things that we've always eaten. We have the little habits we do when we're tired. We have little habits we do when we're stressed. We have little habits we do when we've had a bad day or when we're bored. We have our Friday night habits and our Sunday lunch habits and everything in between. Most of us stay within our comfort zone because it's, well, it's nice. And even if being in our comfort zone gets us results that we're not happy with, like carrying extra weight achy knees, low energy, bad moods, three quarters of our wardrobe that we no longer fit into. We we just put up with it and we put up with it and we put up with it until boom, we can't put up with it any longer. And what happens when we get to that point? 
when we decide that's it, I've just got to lose weight, well, we usually dive headfirst as far out of our comfort zone as we possibly can go into the, oh my God, this is so uncomfortable zone. Doing all sorts of weird and uncomfortable things like eating about 2,000 calories less a day than we usually do, like eating foods we don't like, like drinking our food rather than eating it in some instances, chocolate shake for Sunday lunch, anyone? You know, changing up our whole social lives. I've even had people want to start a diet and start training for a marathon all on the same day. Jeez, talk about all or nothing. So we go from the middle of our snuggly comfort zone to the, oh my God, this is so freaking uncomfortable zone at 100 miles an hour. And what does it do? Well, it freaks out our brain and it freaks out our nervous system. And emotionally, well, we end up all over the show because no diet will work in the face of an emotionally exhausting day or at the weekends when you just want to have fun and relax the hell out and food or food and drink is the only way that you know how. We don't go into dieting logically or calmly, building up the belief that we can do this. Oh no, hell for leather. As much change as we can all make all on one Monday morning. Because let's face it, it's always a Monday morning that we start these things. And what this all means is that we have to hope that the willpower tank is fully topped up because boy, are we going to have to dip into that. And here's the thing, when you're having to do something out of willpower, it means you don't want to do it. You're having to will yourself to do it. And if you're having to do things out of willpower, there's no way that you're going to keep doing them for very long. So you start to falter. Brenda at work unveils the cake. And your mind monkeys, well, then they kick in and tell you, you should be able to do this. You should be strong. You should have the willpower. But it's hard. And when you fall off the hard track, even if it's just a little bit, boom. What do the mind monkeys chirp up with? You've been bad. You're rubbish. You're just greedy. You're never going to change. You're going to gain weight now. So then we spend the rest of the day eating the content of the fridge because let's face it, we've blown it anyway. So it's no wonder, it's no wonder that a lot of diets start on a Monday and by Friday afternoon they're a thing of the past and we're right back in that comfort zone. Only this time we're carrying a whole load of frustration as well. And what do we do when we're frustrated with ourselves? More cake bicker? So, how can we stick to it? Firstly, change the it from the word diet to the idea of sticking to the commitment you're making to yourself. This is you we're talking about. So you come up with the framework, the most logical, easiest framework that will work for you. My suggestion? Yes, of course, you'll need to do and eat things differently. After all, you want those results. But wouldn't it be better to do things just outside of your comfort zone, just a teeny bit outside, eating things you want to eat. And yes, the truth is you have to eat less energy than you use to let go of weight, meaning eating less calories than you need. But why not eat just a few hundred lower than you need rather than a couple of thousand fewer? 
So goodbye, diet queen girl boss, expecting herself to change overnight and get a three or four pound weight loss every week. Hello, regulated nervous system, a calm mind and steady, permanent progress, which builds self-belief and momentum and an easy shift back to your happy weight. Eating foods in the main that you want to eat, doing the things in the main that you want to do. Gradual shifts. But a word of warning here. Going just outside your comfort zone is hard to do in itself because we've been conditioned, mainly by the diet industry, to do it the hard way. We think we have to do hard and uncomfortable to get results. And I'm here to tell you that's simply not true. And here's a controversial one for you. Why do you think the diet industry wants to give you just that glimmer of hope? Not the complete solution. Why does it want you to see that results, results are possible, will give you a taste of success? But why does it make it really, really hard for you to get the ultimate result, i.e. for you to reach your goal and stay there for good? Well, who do you think reaps the reward of you blaming yourself for not being able to stick to it, for not being able to stick to it long enough, or for not being able to keep the weight off, for not having enough willpower, not being strong enough or whatever? Who do you think reaps the reward of you having to keep going back to the same old hard way of losing weight. Makes you think, doesn't it? So why not do it another way? The other way is to make small, doable changes, ones that you can cope with, one that does feel okay, where you're eating enough. Now, a word of warning here. When you start doing this the other way, the easy way, Chances are that your brain will try and come between you and easy. You know, your mind monkeys will be well and truly rattled and start whispering, oh my God, this can't be right. This isn't good enough. You're never going to lose weight if you're eating foods you love. You won't be able to stay in control. You can't possibly eat that much, that many calories and still lose weight. Your brain is wrong. It's been conditioned incorrectly from all the years of diet world messages. But I know that that doesn't make the doubt, your doubt, not feel real. This is why we need to work on your brain and your thoughts more than obsessing about calories or the number on the scale. And yes, of course, you need to eat less calories than you're burning. And for that to happen, you do need an awareness of what's going in. But awareness is not obsession. That is the key. First of all, we get the needle moving on the scale in an easy and doable way so that you start feeling better, so that you build up the trust and the confidence in yourself that you can actually do this. And we do that in small, gradual shifts. Then, then we start looking at what are the most useful thought patterns that we can start adopting and practicing to keep this momentum going. And lastly, we tackle emotional eating and give you real life tools to start being with all your emotions differently rather than eating them away or rather than experiencing your emotions through the, the softening lens of food and drink. 
because your brain makes it feel like what's on your plate is your hero, your saviour, the answer to all your problems. You're tired, you deserve to eat. You're overwhelmed, you deserve to eat. You're worried, you deserve to eat. This isn't you that's broken, it's, it's just that no one's kind of taught you to have a different conversation with yourself and that's what I teach in the other way. So, when you make this commitment to yourself, when you start things, make sure that these are the things that you feel really good about, that feel that you can do easily, that you can see yourself doing tomorrow and next week and next month not bonkers things that are unrealistic and inflexible. And as you get into this, just notice what the mind monkeys are whispering in your ear. So I hope that's all made sense. If you'd like a little bit more support with all this, do come and join the Slim Happy and Eating Club, which is my super low cost and accessible way to come and do the other way. At your own pace, but with accountability and with my full support. You can go check it out at theotherwaywithsarah.simplero.com slash she-club. And I know that's one heck of a mouthful. So I'm going to post that all over the show notes. It'll also be all over my social media accounts. Any questions, any aha moments from today's episode, anything you'd just like to chat around, contact me in all the usual ways. But for now, until next time, love yourself lots. Mwah.